on a mission to explore the far reaches of cinema. Three daring adventurers dive deep into the Criterion and beyond. These are the tales of their adventures. This is Cynonauts! Hey, this is Ian. I'm Boom. This is Catcher. And just like that, Cynonauts in the City is back. Episode two of the show. Today we're going to be discussing episode three of the Sex and the City reboot and just like that. And season two of Sex and the City. And, you know, we teased last week that we'd be having guests galore during this little mini series of uh, Cynonauts and our first guest of film hags fame of <laughs> podcasting fame edit io letterboxed influencer tra- transcriber so. to the stars transcriber yeah. to the stars i typed so many words <laughs> sophie shan sophie welcome mm. how are you hello good how are you i miss you guys i know it's been a while i mean not really jess i like see oh jess my. all the time wow but. it's been two days you <laughs> don't miss me and you're calling her by her Christian name. Yeah. Please, it is boom. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Boom. My Christian name. Oof. Before we get into the show, got to do some, a couple things. A, Sophie, since you're a guest, let us know quickly your relationship with Sex and the City and which of the mm. four gals you think you are the most. It could be a hybrid. I think most people are hybrids. We discussed this last week. But uh, yeah, yeah, let us know. Um, I mean, growing up in high school, I would see, I would like put on episodes here and there, but I wasn't like super into it. I would just kind of like catch episodes when I could, like my aunt was super into it. So I would watch it with her every once in a while. But then in university, in one of the houses that I, that I lived in. Gryffindor? (laughs) (laughs) No, a really shitty apartment in Ottawa, Ontario. Um, there is three of us living there and it was like at the like just before streaming like really blew up um so we didn't like have any cable at our house because we were poor students um but we had a dvd player Mm. and one of my roommates had this like you know those like books those dvd books where you Mm, can like put discs Mm -hmm. in the the, the binders for cds Yeah. yeah the binders she had like one binder filled with seasons of shows. Well, actually not filled. There was only three shows. One of them was Friends. Mm-hmm. The other one was How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. And then the third one was Sex in the City. A lot of white people and trying to find love. Mm-hmm. Literally the whitest, whitest <laughs> shit ever. But <laughs> Sex in the City was like on a constant rotation. Like mm. we would finish, we would like watch it from season one to six and then just like go back at it like it was the only thing we had to watch and we loved it like it never got old um and I guess I've just like always had like a really great connection with my like women in my life my friends I have have strong bonds with women um and so I kind of like I don't know it kind of means a lot to me in that sense but Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say I'm Miranda to a fault. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm like Miranda, like through <laughs> and through. Um, and that's all I will say on that matter. Wow. <laughs> She's not wrong. 
Okay. But like just a clean Miranda's cut Miranda. the fucking best. Yeah. Because she has a heart of gold, yeah. but she'll also tell you to fuck right off. And that's exactly why we love yeah. Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I think Miranda, I mean, like- <laughs> Miranda's a really ride or die for Carrie, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. There are moments yeah. where I really, really do not like Miranda. We'll talk about those later uh, in this <laughs> oh, yeah. show. Um, Me too. In this series, I think in particular the movie, I have a very hard time with Miranda. Mm. But that's for later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Miranda's her ride or die, right? Come on. I think at her core and what I like relate to Miranda the most is like she really just appreciates honesty. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I look for in basically all the relationships in my life is like honesty is huge. And sometimes I can, you know, cross some lines with honesty but it's always coming <laughs> from like a really it's 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 coming from a place of caring for people you wow. know crossing lines true. with of honesty with sophie shin a podcast coming to you <laughs> soon I'd li- oh i would listen to that I, I would listen to that on loop it, i'd probably be i'd probably it would, be on it, it would just be like a call-in show <laughs> yeah i would love that let's do it pm mike this is what's wrong with you today <laughs> second announcement this week um the sweet prince of our podcasting family catcher had a big old birthday oh i did big birthday big old birthday catcher Thanks. how was your birthday what did you do to celebrate the big day can we say what birthday it was yeah I'm say old. it i'm 34 i just turned 34 <laughs> so i'm old but i'm not yet 35 so i'm not that old yet what one of those numbers. Okay, thirty-four okay, is right. Thirty-four is right. Mm-hmm. That's the math. Catcher. Do, yeah, I know how old Catcher. I am. I'm thirty-four. Catcher. Do the math. How old do you think I am? I was born in 1987. No, do the math. I can't do math, but we'll, you figure it out. We'll let you have this one. <laughs> I'm a hundred. Okay. okay? <laughs> I'm a hundred. <laughs> I'm fi- I'm I'm fifty. I'm fifty three this week. Fifty three. Boom. Seventy five. I think I think, I think boom has it's to come. Time. Okay. Right now. So, Speaking of me, it started off with me, and then I roped Ian into it. <laughs> and I was bored one day, and I was just chatting with Sophie, and I was talking to her Shut about up. like my or catcher's like upcoming birthday party and i just decided to convince sophie that catcher is 40 years old <laughs> shut up shut the fuck up shut don't i look good up. for 40 uh, so don't i look good you, for 40 uh, <laughs> you made me feel so bad for being so shocked catcher was 40 uh, like it sent her on a spiral it was fucking uh. amazing I yeah. texted her like twice, like out of nowhere, yeah. just being like, I still can't believe Catcher's 40. And we went out for drinks and she was like, I can't believe I'm friends with a 40-year-old man. But she, but often in those conversations, she did say, she's like, he doesn't look like he's 40. Like, I don't get it. He's so chill. But yeah, Catcher was yeah. always a compliment to you. Boom and I tried several times baiting Sophie <laughs> into saying happy 40th birthday. Uh, in, in, in 70 millimeters VHS village, which you can join at 70 mm pod. Oh uh, we try, we were DMing Sophie's Sophie, just say happy 40th. What's yeah, the big like, deal? Just say it. Like, just do it. Just tell yeah. them. And, yes. and I, was, I was like, I don't know. Like some people are weird about turning 40. I don't want to yeah. like trigger him into this like midlife crisis. I was 
I can't, I can believe that because that is not the first time Jess has done something like this. But that, yeah, that is, I, that's yeah. good. We, that's we were really hoping good. you would do it right there. Yeah. yeah. But that you, was you thinking he was lying was pretty good. Yeah, that was, that was like the perfect yeah. display of your Miranda tendencies. You're like, okay, we can say you're 34, but yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my God. Honestly, I can sleep better at night tonight. No, you're not 40. Not that there's, there's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with 40. 40. No, but it's, it, no, I, but that would like change your whole like perspective on the universe. It was just like, what? Yeah. yeah. Yes. That guy? Yeah. Imagine. Yeah, imagine you found out I was 40. Like, that's yeah, how I found yeah, out. Yeah, totally. You have, like, 18 more years to get to that point. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Catcher, you had a good birthday? I did, yeah. Just mostly just I'm hung bad. out pretty much, which was good. It was, like, pretty snowy. So just relaxed. It was good. Just w- watch some movies. Up in the six, as they that's say. Right. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday, Catcher. And then... Thanks, happy birthday. Happy 40th. Birthday. Everyone say happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> this week... In Sex and the City news, before we get to and just like that, and discussing Sex and the City, there was pretty disgusting uh, reports, uh, allegations made against Chris Noth, who plays Mr. Big in Sex and the City. Uh, you know, obviously, anyone listening to this knows the, the three of us, plus Sophie also, obviously believe women, support women whenever these allegations come out. Um, it is really disgusting in particular, like these allegations, not that they're not all, but you know, the story came out that it was, oh. was pretty um, descriptive mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, it is awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do not support uh, anything Chris Noth says or, or does about this, uh, uh, this story, but you know, we discussed it and we feel that we know that the listeners know what side of the story and the conversation, the greater conversation mm-hmm. beyond Chris Noth, uh, we are obviously on. And, you know, as we move forward talking about sex in the city, obviously Chris Noth's character is going to be brought up a fair amount of times. Um, we are mm-hmm. going to keep our conversation about the character, Mr. Big. It's not, this isn't even like a separate art from the artist. No, no. Like, this is literally yeah, talking no. about his character as Mr. Big. Uh, you know, we're assuming people listening understand us and understand, uh, you know, where we're coming from here. Um, but yeah, boom. Did you have anything else, Catcher, you wanted to add uh, to that? No, I think you summed it up pretty well. Like, that's just it. Obviously, Sex and the City was such a huge... Um, it's just like a huge thing in terms of, like, television and feminism. And I'm happy to, like, not let a shitty man mm. derail mm-hmm. like what good this show has done um, mm. for, for people in general at large. And yeah. And it also it's like, if you don't have the spoons to kind of listen, that's okay. Mm-hmm. We completely understand if you need to kind of tune mm-hmm. out. Um, but yeah, we'll keep it. We'll keep it to a minimum as we can and just proceed with the, the fabulousness otherwise. Mm. <laughs> mm. The amazing woman. Yes. I think that's we'll at the end of the day, like them. the whole thing. It's like for this sh- work, what this show was about, boom, you talked about it's a, this is, this is about women and like to give that all up for like this idiot just doesn't seem right. No. So yeah. No. Fuck yeah. that guy. If you're doing a Chris Noth retrospective, then maybe you know, <laughs> that would probably be, a, yeah, don't do that means for shutting, shutting down a podcast. But 
I don't know who. I don't, I don't think we need to cover uh, SVU or whatever. Oh God! Whatever. Show on the last <laughs> All right, episode three of and just like that, when in Rome. Uh, overall, what were your thoughts on the episode? I I thought it was another really strong one. I I thought it felt right. There was like some you know people who I think are little over the cringy woke moments. Maybe the tail end of the episode might have been a little rough, but I I I, I enjoyed that bit. But yeah. yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, but yeah, overall, I really enjoyed the episode. I think in our DMs, you were kind of saying it's like feeling just more and more like Sex in the City. Yeah. Just as it sort of kind of moved on mm-hmm. from that point. And I think there are a couple episode moments in this episode where I was like, this is like vintage Sex in the City, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about in a bit. But overall, 100%. what were our thoughts here? Uh, Sophie, let's start with you. Yeah, I think exactly what you said. It felt because, I mean, full disclosure, I was not a huge fan mm-hmm. of the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Still, Sex in the City, I say, is like pizza, even if it's not that great. It's still amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But there were uh, basically what Boom said in like your last episode were basically my thoughts. But this episode just felt like I don't. It just felt like Sex in the City, mm-hmm. whereas the first two episodes uh, they had to a lot of shit to do in the first ep- two episodes, sure. so I can understand why it feel, felt a little different. But just the little things like they were you know calling each other more, and they went to brunch, mm-hmm. and just the way that they were like interacting with each other just felt much more like sex in the city which which i really really enjoyed Mm. boom yeah i agree i really enjoyed this episode it definitely gave me that like old school feeling while still playing to what they're doing now with the show um i went to a dentist appointment today and my dental hygienist we were talking about it. It seems like the it's the same <laughs> consensus across the board. Like everybody says it has that like old school vibe to it because we're more settled into kind of like the characters and where they're at. I think the first two episodes mm-hmm. were just a little bit jarring, um, not in a bad way, just in the sense of thinking it was going to be one thing and then realizing what it's going to be. So I felt like the show yeah. felt more settled uh, in this episode. And then I felt more settled into like what's going to happen next. So all the stuff that I was saying last week, I was like, I know this is going to happen. And it felt less like in my face. Um, mm. And I felt like I felt myself accepting it more. And it was just fun and emotion. So <laughs> character growth. Yes. There was character growth Lots all character over growth. the place. And moments. Uh, um yeah i also enjoyed it um there's we're just i'm watching so much sex in the city it's like what's what's (laughs) what what how much did i love i loved all of it everything is great um them making fun of natasha's flats is like perfect that whole so funny thing of flats and then miranda's a comment about (laughs) making fun of the flats it's just like that's sex in the city to me um yeah i loved what else did I love? I love Carrie name dropping her name being Carrie Bradshaw Preston at mm, the yeah. at yes. the at Natasha's workplace. A reveal. Amazing. I thought mm-hmm. so. I was like, whoa, she's hyphenated, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I love that. Um, and uh, I love that Big uses Adele. That makes sense to me. This is this is clear <laughs> to me that Big would use a Dell computer. He's a piece of shit. Um, um, what else did I love? Um, 
Oh, we'll, oh we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, okay. We'll run down. Sure. The but yes, overall, <laughs> overall, I thought it was great. I thought it, it, it's just nice. more of greatness. Uh, so I was planning, like, I think this is kind of, I'm going to Dune pot it up for these episodes and kind of walk through the, the synopsis. Oh, oh that's good. Yeah. Just because it'll be easier to do. So mm-hmm. um, opens up, carries back at the, the podcast. Uh, I think she kind of has, I think the love interest is going to be the producer oh, of the podcast. I and, called and, that. Right? Vibes, right? 100%. That. Okay. But that one, I don't, because of that, like, really quick. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't why show bother? auxiliary character yeah. looks. Why? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and why is there a objectively attractive man just yes. hanging around? He's yeah. hot. He's hot. Yeah. It's true. He's, He's a love interest. Yeah. He's daddy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he has daddy, daddy levels uh, vibes. Yeah, how do we feel? How do we feel about that though? Like her dating in general. Yes, I think that's good. Yeah, I'm ready. I yeah. think it has to happen. Okay. Like I think, I think like a a lot of Sex in the City is based or is like revolves around Carrie's dating. Life. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like it would be kind of weird if there wasn't at least something there. Like, even if it's her just, like, trying out dating. Yeah. Not that she has to end up with anyone. Sure. But, like, just Carry you know, on Tinder? Dating. Are we ready for that? No. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. She, no, she would be on, like, a, a, like, famous person Tinder. Yeah, those exclusive ones, yeah, where you have to, like, yeah. pay They need Sophie, Sophie on the writing staff preferred. for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Carol. Our Tinder queen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a- after that, it goes right into basically the crux of the episode, which is uh, they go into Big's will reading, um, and we get the big reveal that he has uh, bequeathed a million dollars pre-tax uh, to his ex-wife, uh, his ex-wife Natasha, who. Uh, is a major character in in season three in season two of Sex and the City. So uh, this, there's a kind of kismet uh, of these these two episodes and the the episode and the season being paired together. Um, pretty big shock. I was like, yeah. I did not see that coming at all. Yeah. Uh, big left turn for me, and I really loved how they navigated how Carrie navigated the whole episode with it because yeah, it didn't feel over the top. Like Catcher was talking about his sin counter for season one. Everything she was, well, not everything she was doing, a fair amount of what she did in this episode to try and like figure out like what happened there, I think was totally valid. And anyone would do the exact same things that she was doing here. Oh, yeah. And it, it, it was just classic Carrie. Yes. Like just yes. being yeah. neurotic, like, uh, oh my God, she's out to get me. Like, Big was out to get me. Like, that's just classic Carrie. And then oh, you yeah. got to see like classic parts of all of her surrounding characters too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, that I love that about it and i think it's also fitting for big as well in that like at least again it's been a while since i've seen it so right now i'm just like at season two and it's like this is classic big in terms of like leave like not having the giving not carrie always feeling like she doesn't have the answers or understanding Mm -hmm. of where his head's at or thinking she does Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like Mm -hmm. left field some piece of information just like shatters her whole idea of who she thinks he is yeah. And Big not feeling like he needs to give her those answers. Right. Like, he was probably right. like, I don't need to tell her this. Like, this is my business. Whereas, like, she always wanted to be, like, yeah. his equal kind of thing. And as mm-hmm. we should see in the show over and over again, she always spirals the fuck out. So it's like, yes. just tell her what's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. My God. I know. It's like, he's trolling her one more time from the Yeah. Grave, yeah. Yeah. Which is in, in, insane in for many number of reasons oh yeah um uh so we, we we get the start of that and then it cuts to 
uh, like we said, she's kind of meeting with the gals uh, plus Stanford uh, ab- about their how to handle the situation. <laughs> and the Stanford Charlotte thing was pretty funny yes. to me because oh, I yeah. never really thought about that. Like in the show, maybe after watching this episode and rewatching the show, I'll kind of yeah. notice Stanford feeling a little bit left out. Um, but I like the little inner circle sort of d- mini drama they had there. Oh, I that was pretty fun. Agreed. It was like yeah. hilarious because it's Charlotte and Stanford, and like I, you don't see them interact too too much or too often, um, mm-hmm. and it makes sense that like Charlotte is just like HBICing her way like through this friend group, um, and overlooks Stanford. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And just like her, the look on her face, like the audacity for him to have even shown up, even though he was invited. Like, come on. Yeah. We've all been there, though. I feel like I've been there where I'm kind of like on the outside of like a core friend group where I'm like always kind of the if there's going to be an extra person, I'll be called. But I won't be part sure, of the core sure. friend group. Oh, yes. And that is that is a shitty feeling. So I feel like it was his time to say something, you know, 100 percent. Clicky bitches. Yeah, be they warned. all go to his. Your time is They go coming. to his weird-ass Liza Minnelli wedding uh, yeah. in the second movie, so I think he's earned inner circle status uh, just from that alone. Uh, in that scene, we also get more Miranda drinking. Mm. Um, boom. Still I know not you down. expressed. Uh, you're still not Later. down. Okay, thoughts? And they're just Sophie, pa- thoughts on that? They're just piling it the fuck on to Miranda, and it's just too much. And out of all the things that I am allowing myself to accept and be okay with that's happening in this show i will never be okay with miranda having a drinking problem i know life happens i know shit is hard i know alcohol dependency is real but no not my not miranda yeah i don't know if it's like miranda having a drinking problem that i'm necessarily not down with but i'm just like she's also going through like so much other shit there's so much happening will they be able to like do this storyline justice and is it just kind of like a punchline like i i don't know like where they're kind of going with it yeah i don't think it's a punchline just based on how like the end of this episode turns out where she kind of has that moment with che um and also so they have the moment with che and there's also that moment uh which again i think is is a is good writing here is where at the end of the episode, Charlotte tries telling Carrie, Hey, I think Miranda like needs some help. And Carrie just kind of brushes it oh. off and all those. And like classic that, Carrie, like, I must say. classic yeah. Carrie, like, like her friends brushing it off. Uh, plus her deaf husband. Like, I think all these things sort of add up as to why, you know, an alcohol dependency would occur, sure. you know, I, and oh, in terms 100%. like punchline, I don't like, at least as of right now, they're not making it go so over the top where it's like, she's going to like, you know, physically go to rehab or something Kurt Brady or go to rehab. It does seem like they're doing like the functioning alcoholic sort of thing where mm-hmm. it's like, she is more of a cry for totally. help versus like a full dependency, which is why I am so on board with it. Catcher, you're stroking uh, your 40 year old. That's team. right. Um, <laughs> so I was on board with your thought process on this last week, Ian, in terms of, okay, they're going to sprinkle this in as a means of expressing like where she's at mentally. But I think at the end of the day, Let's deal with her problem. The main problems we're going to deal with head on in a way that we know the show, at least in the past, has dealt with these sorts of things. And like in a way that is like, you know, smart and and balanced. 
where this just feels like how are they going to possibly deal with this in a way that feels honest and true and respectful mm. without it feeling just like oh she's has a lot of mental stress so she's an alcoholic it's like alcoholism is a real thing so like there's no need to add this in i think you can say okay i've been drinking too much because i'm stressed not that she's hiding tito bottles in her backpack and all this other stuff like i think if you had sort of left what we had in episode one and a little bit of episode two that would have been enough to be like She's drinking because her mental state is a little bit off. Mm. And then we address mm. what the situation is, as opposed to adding in this, which just seems a little more than it needs to be. Um, but mm. again, I'm fully open to allowing this show to do what it wants to do. And we'll see if it sticks the landing or not. Mm. Yeah. Nice. I, I feel like it's building up to a moment of like her and Carrie just like having like, a big... Either yeah. blowout or just like heart to heart, where Carrie yeah. will have to like look after Miranda for once, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Because this episode we'll is, see. I mean, if you think about it, Carrie is like back on her bullshit and she's calling up all her girls and she's like a <laughs> vortex who just like sucking everybody in. And it's like, yeah, your girls are there to like ride for you. But then, like comparatively at the end of the episode where Charlotte literally is like, Hey, I think our friend is in trouble. She's like, basically just like, okay, shut up. Like, but my yeah. dead husband, yes. you know? And I think that is, that might lead to something. And I would love to see a Miranda carry blow because Miranda has in fact been Carrie's soundboard for like years and years. Um, and yeah. Like out and of their fights everyone, are good. Like Anson. yeah, their fights are the best because you're just like, yeah, you want someone in your life telling you what's up, and like Carrie, Carrie's lucky yeah. to have Miranda, and vice versa. But mostly, yeah. Carrie is lucky. Is Big's <laughs> death the op the like the ultimate opportunity to make Carrie self self like that characteristic of Carrie be prominent, like this selfishness? Ooh. Like I like this idea where it's like no matter what else is happening to the other people, it's like well, my husband's dead. It's like well, that's the ultimate go-to line if you want to just make everything about you. And it's like, how how do how do they uh, how does she sort of have to realize that she can't be this way? You know, when Miranda's dealing with something that is also like quite you know daunting and uh, yeah. troubling for her. You know? Interesting. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Catcher giving us more food for thought it's, per you know, usual. And also, oh, yeah. also Steve being deaf. I found very interesting. Like, what does that say about him, you know? And, and their relationship that he's not, he can't hear what she's saying, you know? Yeah, that's what I mean. She, she needs help and she doesn't have yeah. enough through, uh, I love this. you know, with her current support system. Poor Steve. Um, and then we get into uh, a moment where uh, Charlotte is reading to her daughter, Rose, and she keeps calling her like my baby girl or my baby princess. And uh, Rose says, you know, I, I don't I, I don't feel like I'm a girl. I don't identify as a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like this whole little mini sequence, which obviously is going to be a bigger thing. Um, I think it was done really well because I think the writers kept themselves from a having uh, Charlotte freak out and be mm-hmm. like, oh, like, you know, you, you have to be a girl, which I think a lot of people would expect that to happen. But she gave a pretty realistic response to me. Um, And then what I actually liked a lot is when she went to talk to Anthony at the Hot Fellas 
bread company, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He didn't like have all the answers, which I thought was really interesting totally. because like, I think it's a risk for shows to be like, just because you are part of the LGBTQ plus community, like it doesn't mean you have all the answers or yeah. it doesn't mean you're going to respond correctly because on paper, he responded like exactly how you're not supposed to respond. Oh, a hundred percent like that. Yeah. Right. Like at, at the end of, you know, he says like, Oh, she's a girl. Like she'll get over it. I did X, Y, Z things when I was a kid. But and, you know, even though he ends with, if she wants to, I'm going to be there hundred percent of the way. So like yeah. he yeah. gets there, but he still starts off with like what people would say now as harmful. And like, yeah, I think that's like a, also like a very realistic like response because definitely um you know i my my friends and i when when um you know we we talk about or things like this come up you know i i'm like always like pretty honest and i say obviously i will support like if any of our friends you know yeah. you know felt the need to transition or any of our kids or my friends kids like obviously mm-hmm. we would support them 100% but no matter what there would be like an element of shock you know yeah. like like I, you know, I, I don't think that I would like to think that doesn't make me a bad person, but I was like, Oh, like, okay. I would like step back and then like come to, you know, the conclusion. I know what I would come to, but I think no matter what, yeah. there is a sort of element of like, is surprise the right word? I don't, and, I, and, I, yeah, sorry. Go on. No, no, no Ian, go you go. I was going to say, and like, you know, a lot of people were saying like, Oh, it was like too overwoke. I think this sequence shows that the show is going to be very controlled and how they're treating like, you know, the girl's, like, approach to wokeness in 2021. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I agree. And uh, to me, that felt like um, they were kind of showing generational divides there very exactly. well, in my opinion. And exactly. Uh, just because Anthony is a gay man, he's also, like, a middle-aged gay, white gay man. Um, right. And he's not going to just necessarily relate to a Gen Z non-binary kid who's figuring themselves out you know like that and he won't have perfect advice for that so i actually i really appreciated that scene because at first i was like oh god he's giving kind of like awful advice but Mm -hmm. also that's probably what would happen Uh, yeah it's kind of speaking truth to like how these conversations might be happening i really Mm -hmm. like that they actually didn't make charlotte the the one to be like this is outrageous this is the worst thing ever Like, totally. I like how her first response was kind of just, like, the f- the fact that Rose said that she didn't feel like a girl, and, like, that immediately resonated with Charlotte, but she was still confused. She was like, well, sometimes mm-hmm. I don't feel like a girl, you know, but she was unable to identify that it's, like, bigger than that. Um, right. While still trying to kind of, like, pacify and, like, make her child feel okay while, like, Will's processing. And it was funny. Yeah. Like, she falls off the bed. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah and all of that and then i love that she in the next like scene we see with like charlotte and rose she's actually advocating for rose with anthony Mm -hmm. because anthony calls rose a girl and charlotte pulls him aside and is just like this is this you know and i know he kind of just confuses her further but yeah Yeah, i thought it was like a little bit mild like less heavy-handed than other like um kind of storylines they're introducing have been uh i'm interested and cautious of how it will proceed but yeah 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 Yeah, me too uh catcher catcher anything there um no i think i think you guys cover that pretty well like i just i I like i enjoyed it and i like the idea that it's like i'm not gonna go to like my gay 
fairy godmother for like all the information I would need. This is not the source. This is like every human being has their own experience. And like, so that's, it's not going to be translatable every time. I also think like I try and like put myself in like someone who is like non-binary and like, you know, not a cis white person basically and think (laughs) what they would feel in that moment or like if they were seeing consuming this content. And I feel like that would be a nice thing to see that like it's like kind of like people like people caring for (laughs) like that scene was all about love like there was like love at the core of it right yeah right it wasn't extreme either way it wasn't like oh my god it that's exactly that's just perfect like i have no issues and it also wasn't her freaking out Mm -hmm. yeah i do have a concern harry was not in the room because harry is basically like the goat husband boyfriend throughout the entire series right and he was not in the room for that so i wonder if they're gonna make harry a bad guy um if they're gonna make harry a bad guy for this sequence i, I don't, don't see it yeah i'd be hard-pressed to see harry like i think harry would be the one that instantly was just would just be like okay L- like yeah. more so than charlotte um i think he right. would just be like yeah this is this and like absolutely advocate for us who knows? We'll if see. Any, if anything, I feel like they've maybe even already had this conversation. Like they just based mm. on their relationship, mm. even in the first episode, mm. the way they're out skateboarding and stuff. I feel like maybe this is something he oh. already sort of knows. And like maybe he'll be a little bit more like helpful with Charlotte. You know, that'd be nice. That's interesting. Like that. yeah. That's probably I actually think that's probably correct. Uh, and then we get to the Natasha stakeout, which <laughs> to me, I wrote down classic Sex yes. and the City. Like Oof. Carrie rounds up the like, Carrie rounds up the girls. They go to Natasha's office. They do the stakeout. They have that hilarious moment where like they catch each other from the windows and all that sort of stuff. I love that. I thought that was so fun oh, and just like, felt so pure to the show. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even like leading up to it when Carrie was on the phone with Miranda and she was like, "Okay, yeah. maybe I'll just follow her on Instagram." And then <laughs> yeah. he goes to follow her on Instagram. She's like, and it Miranda's like, "No, don't do that. Like it's too soon." And then Carrie's like. I did she, it. She blocked me. And then Miranda's like, that <laughs> bitch. I'm like, yeah. that is exactly what would happen with them two. Oh. And exactly what would happen on like a phone call with any two women who are like creeping uh, and exes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I loved it it. It, it. it was perfect. And then we get Carrie walking around the city. She doesn't want to get in the car with anyone. Love this. She needs I love to this. vibe out. She goes oh. into a coffee shop uh, and then runs into Natasha. And that scene I thought was so good because again, just more like self-control in the writing. They don't like make Natasha really for, she forgives her in a way, but not really. Yeah. She doesn't give her too much. Right. They don't like, beca- she doesn't become like the fourth member of this girl group. No. It still ends of like, <sighs> Carrie gets like what's been coming to her for however many years it's been since that whole storyline happens. Um, and, and it just works really well. And then Carrie also says like, this isn't even your neighborhood. And she goes, yeah. you know where I Best. live, which chef's <laughs> kiss. Like that's of course another, does. such a great line. It's so good. Yeah. Um, uh, what were your thoughts on the Karen Natasha head to head in the coffee shop? It's good. I, I liked it. I liked it. Like, um, I don't remember the specifics again, we're, I'm only at season two right now in terms of my memory so i don't remember mm-hmm. sort of what their drama is but it didn't feel too much and i like that carrie gets hers like she is following this woman around after all this drama and stuff that's happened between them so i, I like that she gets 
like I said last week, I'm I ha- I'm happy that these characters are not being put on a pedestal, and that um, yeah. you know they're being treated honestly, and I like that. Yeah, yeah. it also felt like um, like closure for Carrie for like mm-hmm. yeah. Not I don't want to say closure for Big's death, but like honestly, just closure for that whole Natasha situation. I think she's needed yeah. probably since it happened. And in a way, I feel like that's going to be the closure in this like mini series for for her situation with Big. Like she'll be able to yeah. kind of like move on now. A hundred percent. Yeah. With the podcast producer. Yeah. Sexist sexin. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Uh and, and and then it ends with Carrie going to Che Che's uh, Netflix stand-up special. Um, in which it's basically like a four-minute monologue about how um, and and the the actor who plays Che, I'm I'm blanking on their name, does identify as Sarah a non-binary. Ramirez. I I can't remember. Sarah She's on Grey's Anatomy, Ramirez. I think, right? Yes, I know her from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. That's where I know her from, or that's where I know them from. Sorry, Callie is like um, one of my favorite. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Except for the way she treats George, it's kind of shitty how she treats George, mm. but. That's, That's another episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! But her and but her and Arizona are perfect. Well, yes. until they're not. Yes. Anyways, go on. Yes. Anyway, Cinnanox uh, Anatomy coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um. So they do identify as non-binary. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I thought it was nice. Like mm-hmm. I, I can see it was like a little long for me, but the overall message I was down for. Like I really liked because it almost felt like they knew people were going to be like, well, why is there like this random non-binary like character in the show? And I feel like that monologue was basically being like, this is why this character. Yeah. Which I thought was strong. Yeah, no, it was, I really enjoyed that scene for multiple reasons. I think it just gives good insight into Che's character and also Mm -hmm. was like genuinely funny and heartfelt. Um, And I also like the way it positioned each of our girls to kind of have a moment. Mm. Like Miranda has a big fucking moment during that, and yeah, it kind of yeah, just we'll, speaks we'll get to that. And believe like me. similar to the way that we're like we are affected by Sex in the City or just things in general, it kind of just speaks to how like the words of other people or just representation in general like can just give you a moment of clarity um, mm-hmm. when you're just kind of foggy. So yeah, huge Miranda mm-hmm. moment, even a Charlotte moment because Charlotte's the Charlotte ha- was good. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was bawling through and like as soon as they I know we're waiting to talk about it, but like as soon as they zoom in on Miranda's face, like during that, oh, I oh, was yeah. done, like absolutely done. Um, a wreck. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie. Yeah, I feel like the, the, there was something that like shockingly, I didn't think that comedy show was as cringy as like Mm. Che in like the first couple episodes like I found them sure. a little bit more cringy in the first couple episodes like they they were just kind of like laying it on us really hard but that uh, there was something like oddly inspiring and like mm-hmm. it felt like they were talking to like us the viewers too and like not yeah. just in the show which was really nice so yeah I thought it was a really beautiful moment mm-hmm. yeah and and as Boom alludes to um, the episode ends with the zoom in on Miranda, who we kind of had talked about last week, obviously is maybe having um, a, an awakening and exploration of her sexuality. Uh, instead of going Love home, it. she goes to the after party 
has that whatever what they call that smoke smoking moment i don't know what it's called what is that where, called where she smokes the joint and then they the They're... smokestack smokestack something like that anyway no uh with che and supers. i feel like that kind of solidified super is it called super it is it's a super that's it correct. is but that's not okay. what they called it in the show no but that's uh, what it's this called. is this is t- this that's some toronto <laughs> speak it's more yeah. canton for you <laughs> they um, definitely call it supers in toronto <laughs> So what did y'all think? Obviously, that's basically saying, like, you know, at least it feels like to me, it, it confirms that Miranda's going to at least explore this 100%. path in her life. Yeah. Uh, mixed feelings, because I am mm. just, I mean, the, not the joke. It's not a joke, but, like, the essence of Miranda has always felt queer. Like, no matter yeah. what, mm. even though in, like, the, even in the first season when she has her moment where like she gets matched up with the lesbian and uh, from her, like from the people from her firm. Um, Mm -hmm. And that kind of like deals with that conversation, I guess. But like Randa has always read as like just queer um, in, in, in the most wonderful way. And yeah. So I'm excited to like see her actually explore that. I think that's awesome. Like, let's do it, especially at 55, because I think it speaks to also like no time, like the present and just like be yourself and, you know, do what you got to do. Um, but I'm sad because I love Steve and I just oh, feel I like they're kind of throwing him in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank like you. he's been pretty useless throughout this season he doesn't really know what's going on he's has like a hearing disability um which doesn't seem to be doing anything except for just being maybe adding to the list of reasons that like miranda is not connecting yeah. with it's him it's a metaphor but, like, it's a metaphor sure after everything we've been through with steve and miranda i just Ugh. i didn't think we'd be here uh but maybe sure. like then they're gonna like reinvigorate their love life and then Maybe they'll just be like Polly and Miranda will like date Che <laughs> and be married to Steve. Like that would be sick too. Oh yeah. Or they'll <laughs> be like best friends. I can definitely yeah. see them like still coming out of this like best friends. It seems like their like sex yeah. life and love life has kind of like turned into a friendship anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I hope it's leading to a moment where they have like a really genuine talk with one another yeah. and like can yeah. respect each other's, you know, journeys. But We'll see. Fucking love Steve. That's the thing. I love. I truly love. He's gonna him. handle it so well, and I love that. Yeah, yeah, it's Steve, true. The best, the best among us. Um, anything else on episode three of it? Just like that? Or- no, no. We're, we're vibing excited. with I, it. I was yeah. worried the first two episodes, and now I'm super stoked. Nice. That's yeah. what I want. Um. Well, awesome. So that was, and just like that, episode three on to see where we're going to go for episode four. Obviously, they've opened up a lot of doors uh, mm-hmm. to where the show's going to go, so I'm very excited to see. Uh, but now, let's get into Sex in the City season two. Oh, um, baby. Stoked. On this rewatch, I would like to acknowledge that I was incorrect in saying season two was not that good. We because all thought it, though. I thought indeed. that. Like, <laughs> I always start my rewatches at season three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, so you're saying you agree with me. You also thought season yeah, two was I always, like great. Like, okay, I, I would always start at season three when, when I would do my rewatches. So season two, season one is the season I know the least and season two, like kind of the least. Um, yeah. 
but I I was rewatching. I'm like, what the f-? like this season's amazing. It's yeah, so it's- good. Yeah. Sorry. Before we get into our categories, any specific highlights you'd you'd like to go you'd like to talk about? Uh, let's go around the horn. Start with Sophie. Um, couple like I mean, episodic highlights is like the the baseball game which i think it opens up with the baseball game episode episode one what an all-timer that shot of them sitting in the bleep in the stands is like i want that framed i literally want that like printed out and framed and like on my ceiling so i can go to bed to it like it's (laughs) so good with carrie like smoking yes it's and their fur yeah yeah and the other like highlight for me is like this is like the peak like big and carry are toxic like this relationship mm. is not okay mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but entertaining to watch because it's like the basis of like the entire show basically <laughs> yeah yeah but then you get those really great moments of big being great like like that episode um old dogs and new dicks which fantastic episode yeah. title by the way <laughs> You get him like, you know, when when she thinks he's not coming to the dinner and he walks in and he's telling jokes with everyone like you see these moments throughout season two where they're so happy. Right. And you can tell like why they want to be together. Um, But so infuriating. (laughs) Yeah. But then uh, there's also an episode where he says, I only call you my girlfriend like behind your back. Like I don't say it to your face, but I say it to to other people. And it's like that is toxic. Talk to it, is. it is. It is. <laughs> uh, boom. Highlights from, from the season on this. Rewatch. Oh my God. Everything. The thing mm. I love about this season most is like, this is the most sex in the city, sex in the city season mm. in terms of like, we've been set up for everything in the first season. We're doing a little bit of experimenting, trying to figure it out. Season two, like the, the sex and relationship ships as topics alone is just like off the fucking charts Mm -hmm. some of it is ridiculous (laughs) some of it is so spot on and some of it is has aged very poorly but they are going places in 1999 that no one dared to go Mm -hmm. and i absolutely commend them um it it, it's it's great like have would not dare go to this level i think of exactly they're not gonna go there like in the show that we're doing now they're not gonna they're not gonna go there like right people are scared but i'm just like i watch the show sometimes and i'm like this is fucking awesome um and then or i watch the show all the time and it's always awesome anyways (laughs) (laughs) comedy is the comedy is on point the characters are really settling into themselves like you're really seeing them shine and like come out um and yeah, the through line with Carrie and Big is obviously great. We are introduced to Steve. Like, bless him. Oh, bless him. Yeah. He's the hot in this are, season. He's the oh, hottest he's, he's so ever been hot. in this season. Also, yeah. I'm just going to say this now before we get to category. Steve in a roots cut off, cut off sleeve, orange root <gasps> shirt. I don't remember that. Can con. It's when they run away from him on the street. Anyways. Oh, so great. I love that. <laughs> the Steve... Uh, Miranda like meet cute mm. is so good because it is classic, classic Miranda. The way she's like telling him off and being so rude to him at the bar. Yeah. But he is like also classic Steve, just like not taking her yes. shit. He's like, I I fucking own this bar or I I manage this bar. You think I haven't dealt with like people treating me like shit 
every day for my entire life. Like, yeah. I can go head toe to toe with you. I don't care if you're a lawyer. I don't care what's going on with you. Like, we are battle, you know, we are competitors. And oh, I 100%. Uh, and it, it was so Well, good. what's great is, like, Perfect. in the season, you meet um, this guy that Miranda dates who's this big asshole that she mm-hmm. sort of loves part of that aspect of him, I guess, like, in bed, right, is the specifics of that episode. It's like she likes that oh, he's yeah. bossy in bed but not in real life. But I think you get a glimpse of, of the kind of guy that Miranda needs, which Steve is, which is this person who is willing to, like, not back down on her bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, I will step to you. I'm not going to throw it in your face. I'm not going to be a dick about it. But if I think you're talking nonsense, I'm going to let you know it. And I like that about it. Which is kind of weird how it ended. How Because the relationship kind of ends in this season, too, where she buys him a suit. And he Ugh. so many comments little, about this whole episode. I have so many. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little self-conscious of that. I, you know, his masculinity is being questioned and stuff like mm-hmm. that, which feels like slightly out of character. No, 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 I no. I like this. I, I don't think. Yeah. And I think that's also like very realistic because I, yeah. I like they even address it for, I mean, jumping ahead in the movie when, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, fucking Samantha's, um, Jared Smith. Smith Jared. When, when Jared Smith, Smith Jared yeah. buys uh her buy Samantha the bracelet, they have the same thing. She was like, I wanted to buy this for myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um because right. I I do think like it's like, yes, obviously it is like a questioning like masculinity type thing. Yeah. But there is a sort of thing where it's like, you know, obviously she took him, I mean it seems like she took him to a place where she may probably knew the suit was gonna be out of his range. She could have prepped him saying, I'll buy this suit for you. Like a yeah. lot of things like Miranda, a lot of that just shows Miranda. She, she thinks without acting, uh, acts yeah. without thinking a lot mm-hmm. of the times. Um, and I think that's a really good display of it. Um, you know, cause there, there is a bit of pride there, right? Like everyone has that, has that pride in them. It also sets them both up to grow kind of, because we see mm-hmm. like how we see them, how perfect they are together or like how great they are together. And when it works, it works. But then we also see the friction and where it's coming from. And I think it makes total sense. Like Steve is a chill, laid back guy, but it makes sense to me that he would be self-conscious about, you know, a woman buying him like a multi-thousand dollar suit. Not because I think like, it's just like, whatever, just let her buy you a suit or Miranda, like no better because or like, don't put him in that position. Anyways, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I think more so what I meant to say is Steve just seems like he's very in control. Like he's like, this is my life. This is how I live. Even when he takes her to his apartment, he's like, this is where I live. And like, as immediately like, Mm -hmm. you never have to be here again. And I think that what he, it's him kind of realizing he's now entered this world, this person that he really likes, but he's, he's a little over his head. He, he feels Mm -hmm. a little emasculated because it's so new, you know? I think it checks out anyways. Yeah, no, that's actually very good. Like, cause I think from my perspective, what I liked about that sequence is I don't think it is about him being like, Oh, I, I, I need to be the guy who's making more money. I think it's more about, this is a guy who sees a relationship as a two way street and it's two people and he wants to feel like he's Mm -hmm. contributing. And I think ultimately the reason why he decides to like, he feels like it's not right is because he feels like he can't, be equal in that relationship and he doesn't want to change mm-hmm. he likes who he is and he's comfortable with who he is and he doesn't think it's bad he just understands that that maybe she has aspirations that are higher than his and in that way mm-hmm. she might need someone to to make that 
that space equal. And I like that about yeah. it, that it's not about, that's true. it's not just about, oh, I'm not a man because I can't pay for stuff. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. more nuance to it, which again, just, yeah, that, that's what's so good about the show is nuance. Totally. And again, they like, they tease this, or they don't tease it, they do this sequence, this like fight between them and their breakup. And that it, it's like a recurring theme that goes throughout the entire series and, and movies basically mm-hmm. about, you know, whether they, you know, when they move to Brooklyn or buying this, buying the, uh, the bar, all this sorts of stuff, this sort of idea of like money and like where, how they, what they believe is comfortable, comfortable and that sort of stuff just comes up a lot. Um, and they do it really well by introducing it here. Yeah. Um, my call outs for this season, other than Steve, very superficial. So I do apologize. Nope. Go for it. Carrie is on fire. She's hot. This entire season. Three notes. A, I stand straight hair Carrie. She looks Me phenomenal. Too. Thank whenever you. she does it. I yes. love her curl, her curls or waves or whatever. Great. But straight hair Carrie, I stand. Second, her abs on another Unreal. The crop yeah. tops. Yes. Like, I mean, Strong. the the crop tops, like, excuse yeah. me? Like the last okay. episode with the with the Ugh. and the god. cowboy hat. Ugh. Oh Everything. my god. Yeah. And then Carrie ripping cigs. Has anyone ever looked better <laughs> just ripping cigs no. on television or film? The there's, way, oh. like, there's a, like, I think episode two or three where, like, she's talking to Big in her apartment, or the scene where she forgets to tell Miranda she's going to go, she's not meeting her for their dinner date. She's just, like, smoking that cig, giving Big that lip bite, and I'm like, excuse me? Oh, yeah. Like, this, like, come on. Do we want her to start smoking and, and just like that? Because I kind of want her to start smoking. <laughs> <laughs> no chance it happens. No chance. It's like a character trait. actually smoking. I wonder all the time. It I, looks I very real. Did. I think, I bet yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. Um, so those are my, my three very superficial calls. So I apologize to everyone. No, that I, and, I agree. And the pun games in this season, on fire. Boom said the writing, really comedy. The puns, like the baseball episode, tons of puns. Oh, yeah. Uh, the episode where they go to the S&M grand opening. Uh, Charlotte oh, yeah. or Samantha goes, Charlotte, you're, I said kinky. And she goes, I kinked Love my that. hair. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> That's a classic Charlotte. Get out of here. That's classic Charlotte, like being so oblivious. Yeah. I love that. That's so insane. Love also it. classic Charlotte moment in this season, going back to the, I think it's the episode where Miranda buys Steve the suit. And I think the the sh- the episode is literally called the cast system, which is awful yes. and does not age very well. But yeah. and this whole moment does not age very well. But when they're all getting pedicures, yes, and I wrote Charlotte that down. Is like we live in a in a society where there's classes, you know. And they look down and, and the fucking them. Asian women who are doing her toes. I'm like, this is so awful, but so great. No, but that's a but but is the, but also so it's true. true though. That's I told yeah. I told yeah. Ian in the DMs. I was like, if because Ian doesn't really pull audio for the shows, but I was like, if for some reason you feel obliged, this is the scene to do it. Um, because yeah. she says it and looks over and then, and they're do, working on her feet. Like this is, she's not wrong. Like, and that's, what's cool about yeah. Charlotte, I think. And, and they mentioned that in like episode in season one, where it's like, sometimes you count Charlotte out for being an idiot. And then sometimes she'll say something and it blows you over by how true it is. And it is true. Like mm-hmm. there, if whether yeah. or not it's right, doesn't make it less true, you know? And, and no. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I think 
what they were exploring there were like power dynamics within relationships too, which is very interesting. But I think where they went wrong was to like do it in front of like (laughs) Asian women doing their toes. But that makes them look stupid. But that makes them look stupid. And I think that's yeah. right. Like it's that's true. a that's a that's I a moment. If that's what that's, they meant to do, though. I think it is. I think, I think so. it is. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not like um, I was listening to people talk about this, the Sopranos, and people are saying that you know the reason the Sopranos has not been dragged in the dirt for like its many racist characters is because the characters are racist. The show is not racist, and there mm-hmm. that is a fine line. Mm-hmm. Between the yes. two things, and I think HBO also. I think they did it well in this, where like the the show is not punching down on you know service workers or people who work like nail salons, but it is showing like the characters are the ones punching down in that moment. Totally. Yes. Um, yeah. So I, you if know, she, I, 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 if that same sequence happened and they didn't cut to them, then it'd be a problem. But right. they cut to That's them right. be, to give the context that these women are like. They're talking a lot about big things and they're, you know, they're just as wrapped up in it. That's yeah. true. Mm. That's interesting. Classic. I guess the only really offensive part is the name of the episode. Like we don't have a cast system. Yes, here. yes, yes. The cast you system know? is not great. Yeah. yeah. You should not use the cast system in that context. Yeah. 100% yeah. agree. Uh, any other highlights before we get to our categories, which will obviously bring up more highlights? Oh, yes. Um, for for those who don't know, Catcher before we went started recording showed us his about eight pages worth of notes. He took so many notes. So he's I apologize that we're not getting into all these. He's gone <laughs> full did, yeah. he, He's ho- he's hosted five hundred times over there, so that's it's rubbing it's rubbing off on me, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. Miranda, Samantha is a team up that needs to happen more often. Them working together, mm. even if it's just like a cracking on someone else is a highlight for me it's always hilarious Mm. it's always subtle and they're and i them giving each other looks of high five but even though they're not high-fiving each other like their relationship together they are strong duo i hope Mm. we see more of that as the seasons progress um the documentary filmmaker who hates narrative (laughs) films are is the is the best one documentaries are also narrative go suck a dick (laughs) <laughs> Two, I just love seeing pretentious movie people on TV because I'm just like, I feel like I see a bit of myself in it. It's fun to poke, poke fun <laughs> oh at God. yourself. You know what I mean? I mean, that guy definitely has a podcast yeah. talking about the. Oh, yeah. Culture, oh, yeah. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh Miranda's haircut is bad. Okay. Now, granted, it gets better. It gets better, it gets better as the oh season progresses, but the initial Miranda haircut needs to be thrown out get out of here with that um her wardrobe through this season is a mixed bag like like carries i think oftentimes is like everyone's like it's a mixed bag you know like some she'll put some stuff together that you're like what but that's by design but by design yeah miranda is like i'm like what are you doing she in the second episode she's like dressed like like a 12 year old boy in like in like uh suspenders and a jacket when she sees her ex-boyfriend yeah. and the way that she that's an all-time amazing moment, that look. Oh, the way oh she runs God. away from him like a 12 year old boy like it's hilarious um yeah backtracking to the baseball scene mm. miranda will never be as quirky and interesting as she is when you find out that she likes baseball and how into it she is and like that that does yeah. not continue is unfortunate mm-hmm. yeah. like that is such a great quirk character quirk 
that makes her a better like a better character. It's just better. Yeah. Totally. Um, uh, <laughs> hold on, just, here all just, night. No, no, no. I know. I'm gonna be respectful. I'm just let me see. Bradley Cooper, another like amazing that he shows up here. Amazing that he shows up here. Uh, Will Arnett, also I mean, amazing. There are a couple. Will, Will Arnett. Arnett, yeah. John Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi. Uh, oh my god. Up, He's like, also an Ally McBeal, right? So this must have been like Bon yes. Jovi was taking some time, and he was like, "I'm going to try and make it in acting." I guess. Let's go into our categories. Catcher, I'm sure. Um, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, we we just need Catcher to publish these notes. Like, no, yeah. no, nobody needs this. <laughs> no one needs these. <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's go to our categories. So first of all, so we're going to talk about uh, favorite episode, favorite outfit, favorite relationship. Um, I know so many. I'll, I'll start because I, I I have mine. Um, I kind of cheat. And it's not really cheating. I just it it seems lazy, but I, I it is how I honestly feel. Favorite episode, again, I think is episode one of the season. Just the baseball thing. It's just like too iconic of a moment for mm-hmm. the show. Um, totally. Everything about it is so good. Just everything. Like uh, Carrie's outfit, phenomenal. The Carrie ripping cigs, talking about how anywhere you can smoke and drink beer in public is good for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Miranda, again, fanboying out. Uh, and then Samantha, that moment where she, like, she opens, she goes back to the locker room just to stare as like the doors are shutting because she's dating the guy with the small penis. Like it's, it's just so good. I mean, everything about that is, is perfect. So yeah. I love, love that episode. Perfect. 10, 10, um, perfect. 10, 10, up. uh, outfit. Obviously I do love the Carrie baseball outfit. Also the Miranda overalls look, because mm-hmm. that is an iconic moment in television. So good. Uh, I'm also going to shout out Carrie's cookie monster PJs. Oh my god! Oh yes, because she, oh god, I have too many carry things. I'm gonna and then finally, but my real number one is the outfit where she is at lunch with Stanford and Charlotte, trying to figure out um, if Charlotte's boyfriend is gay or straight. Does not age well, particularly that whole scene episode. But Carrie's <laughs> yeah. wearing like this like mesh shirt and just like a bra, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and that is like core Hot. Carrie. Core Carrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's my outfit. Uh, and then my relationship, we all talked about Steve. Like yep. the uh. scene where he's in the rain walking away without an umbrella or a hat <laughs> oh, or a hood so in New York City. Just to have <laughs> his little puppy dog walk and Aww. then Miranda chase after him. Like, come on. I mean, Steve is just the best. So and that's good. So, good. Um, so th- those are mine. Who wants to go next? Mm, I'll go. Yes, please. Go. So go. many notes I have to go through. <laughs> Catcher is stressed. I know. There's so many. We didn't, we didn't talk, we didn't, we didn't talk about anything. The whole series. The whole season is so good. <laughs> okay. Continue. Go ahead. I'll figure it out. Anyways. Picking part a, two. Okay. Picking a favorite app is going to be challenging because... Okay. The first I just picked five outfits, so five for, I know. For, for this this cat this category these categories have no rules. Anyways. Yeah. Um the first episode I believe I ever watched, like actually watched mm. of Sex in the City, because it came on TV, was the Games People Play episode with Bon Jovi. And that mm. was the episode that like got me into Sex in the City. I was like, what is this? Like, this is awesome. Uh so just based on that you know 
that would probably be like my favorite app because it's the app that like tipped me over the edge. Uh, but I also love the fuck buddy episode because it is so realistic. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Carrie just spiraling out from a breakup, people talking, them talking about patterns um, and stuff like that. And then also Carrie just trying to turn her fuck buddy into her boyfriend is like something we've all done. <laughs> McFadden is the worst. Yeah, McFadden, like the, worst. the name alone. He's that's all you need to know. That's it. Yeah. yeah, I know. And also, I'm just like, Disaster. I feel like I've lived this so many times where I'm not that I tried to turn my fuck buddies into boyfriends, but like <laughs> just like the conversations that they're having, like are so surface and like it, it's just in terms of the writing, it's pitch perfect um, yeah. and, and wonderful. And I love that episode. It's hilarious. And it also gives us my one of my favorite or I, I don't is it in this episode? My favorite relationship of the season, which is Scarlet, or sorry, Charlotte and Mr. Pussy. <laughs> that's oh that's not God, this episode, yes. but that is awesome. Yeah. So great. It's so great. It's so great. Because that's another instance of like Charlotte trying to turn him into like a boyfriend. And then it's just he's like this known per like man. For, for the women in Manhattan as like yeah. this guy that'll just like go down on you. The and then yeah. we get one of the best lines from Samantha in the whole season where she's like, you don't like marry Mr. Pussy. You like fuck him and set him free. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And oh, it's also God. extra hilarious because he's absolutely gross. <laughs> like, yeah. Some of the, like some of the guys that they cast in these roles, I'm just like, this guy is not hot. Like, and I'm sure there were hotter people in the 90s. Like, people always say, oh, it was the 90s. Like, that's just what guys look like. I'm like, I don't think so. Like, this was the time of the Backstreet Boys. Do better yeah. Sex in the City casting. And then my favorite <laughs> outfits are anytime that Carrie is in a crop top. Uh, she validates me mm. because I'm 32 and I love crop tops. So thank you for that, uh -huh. Carrie. You look amazing. Uh, the, the, the episode where she dates Bon Jovi, she's wearing, like, the the yellow shorts and the blue cropped like fuck off carrie yeah <laughs> um and charlotte charlotte at the wedding uh with the backless mm. satin dress absolute mm -hmm. classic queen and then of course carrie in x in the city or sorry 20 something girls when on the beach in mm. the in the skirt and the tube top and the hat when she th sees mr big and natasha for the first time oh, yeah 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 you named like every outfit, and now I can't name an original outfit. This is why on <laughs> when you're on this show, you have to volunteer to go. That's yeah, right. it's true. You gotta sorry. get it's true. in. It, sorry, we are all fire signs. I'm good to go now, though. Yeah. So, Sophie, if you need to find another one, then that's you can go ahead and do <laughs> no, that. You go. I'll I'll take all the scraps. Okay. All right. So, okay. Uh, go go ahead, Ketcher. We're being great hosts here by making our guests go last. Yeah. No, no, like, Sophie, you, you can go. Sophie. You can go. I'll, I'll no, drink Ketcher, my rosé. It's no, you can go. You can go. No, no, no. Please Are you go. sure? Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want this stolen. Because the best relationship in the season is Carrie and Vaughn's mom. <gasps> yes. Oh, that's the that's the other cameo, Justin Theroux. Yes. So Justin Theroux is back. Yeah. As a character who could not be further from the guy that you meet in season one to the point where I'm like, is this even the same guy? Um, oh, I forgot he's in season one. Yeah. So you meet this writer character again. She goes on dates. This is like post big. 
um, and she meets his family and she falls in love with her family, specifically her, his mom, who's like a documentary filmmaker. And at the end, she has to break up and she realizes that she's not breaking up with Vaughn, but she's in fact breaking up with her mom. And they have this wonderful chat. And I love that because, you know, it is 100% mm-hmm. relatable. Like families can, are, can be so much as equally important in a relationship, you know, when you can connect with them and, and feel wanted and loved by them and, and feel part of it. I love that. Um, and I love that mm-hmm. she struggles to like give that up. Um, but he's a dick. So that's fine. Totally fine with that. Okay, season episode 16, Was It Good For You? It's the one where that dude falls asleep on Charlotte, I believe. (laughs) Carrie does not at all have a bad outfit the entire episode, and she has like 12 costume changes, and every one is a banger. (laughs) Everyone. So you can just go and check that out, episode 16. Really good. (laughs) It's the one with the attic. Where she's dating yeah. the attic, yeah. which oh, yeah. Yeah. is... I love single Carrie. Can I just say? Yes. I love single, single Carrie. Single Carrie's great. Yeah. Single Alcoholic Karen's guy books. wears clothes like my grandfather, I mentioned here. <laughs> so that's great. Um, and then overall episodes, I loved The Freak Show. That was the first episode of the season mm. I really loved. Uh, I, so love the st- I love the storytelling. I love the way that they sort of like do these asides where she's like, and now over here at this freak show, you know, this guy who steals books yeah. and shit. And I, I love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the cheating curve. What's this one? Charlotte. <laughs> Peter, documentary film guy. Well, on the, He's just going cheating, through all of them. I know. It's <laughs> but speaking of cheating, something I, and, and sorry to derail a little bit, something I did not remember as well from this season Carrie totally makes out with some dude. Cheats on him. Before oh, yeah. 100% cheats on, him. cheats on him. 100%. 100% cheats on him. I forgot about that. But they try that. and be like, oh, we didn't have sex? Then it's fine. It's like... I know. Also, like, they were wasted, so, like, it's questionable all around. But I agree. She, she has some... She, the justification is that they have not said that they love each other yet. Which is bullshit, because she said it. That's right. Yeah, I know. So she meant it. No, it, it's all you know. very toxic. This is why I don't like Carrie. I love how she's written. I really would never want to. The issue is the Carrie. relationship between the two of them, because she continues to go back knowing full well that he is not interested. This is the thing that this is the thing that kills me in this season is like he could not be more obvious about the fact that he does not mm-hmm. is not ready to settle down, is not ready sometimes to be. That is so hot. For some I, yeah, not hot, well, yeah. but like we all <laughs> throw ourselves to toxic, toxic ass like men. Well, it's sometimes. easier to go after yeah. things you can't get because then when it doesn't work out, it's fine. Um, it's true, but like it's just like it's so frustrating. And then he just in the first season, at least you get it. He's mysterious and reserved. In this one, he's just a dickhead, and yeah, um, it doesn't. And the season does not end in a way that like makes him look any better. So. Sure. Yeah, the, oh. the 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 seventh month journey to France with no sort of heads up, not Dude, great, pretty crazy. bad. As someone who very is bad. a big defender, a lot of the times, uh, not great. Uh, very very pre- bad. Pretty bad look. Yeah, I was reminded that I was right about big in this season. So that's... Sophie, okay, um, I'll go quick times. Uh, it, it's all kind of in one episode. Um, but sure. my favorite episode, I think, is the wedding episode because it almost mm-hmm. feels like a bottle episode in a way where they're all kind of in the same place and 
some of my favorite sex in the city is when all four of them are together and kind of doing their thing together um, and interacting. And I love Charlotte in that episode, kind of hooking up with that guy and going through an entire relationship cycle with that guy at one wedding. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Also my favorite outfits are that wedding because they all look so good. Amazing. Like I love their like day to day outfits, but when all four of them go and like, to what like event. A, a nicer event they fucking slay like all of them yep. look like obviously charlotte with that black dress but yes like oh every, my god yes. all of the outfits were even miranda like sorry that was rude not even miranda but like miranda looked no too. Y- you can say even miranda yeah her, this season especially average yeah for yeah. outfits is awful. Yeah. But I love um, that about Miranda because I feel like it's yeah. realistic because half the time I am her. out here looking like a dumpster true. fire. But when I need to oh, turn a too. look, I can turn a mm. look. It's true. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, you have all said my like favorite relationships. One moment that I like with, with, uh, with a man is... Um, Samantha wanting to get revenge on that guy and that mm. guy that like kind of oh, stole yes. her heart in a way. Um, right. But then him kind of like stealing her heart again. I like that because it kind of showed like a different side of Samantha that you don't see just yet. Like that was the first time in like the series. I think that you see like a side that Samantha does have. It's not all about sex all the time. You know what I mean? Loved Samantha. That's that scene in the in the episode, the freak show episode, where she goes to get like a plastic surgeon to go and like she might go get work done, and she's left standing there with all the marks on her. Terrifying. And she looks like a clown, dude. And I'm like, I was terrifying, dude. I was so sad for her, and the way that she just like looks at herself, and you can tell she's devastated, and then picks herself back up and is like, I'm a boss. I was like. This is why Samantha is the greatest character on the show. Well, yeah, that's the power of Samantha because she is like a real relatable character, but she's also just on this other plane of existence. (laughs) And we do get we do get to see her flaws and like see in ways like she can be insecure. But we also see her like constantly being kind to herself and like gassing herself the fuck up in ways that like we we can do for our friends but all can't always do for ourselves and like she does that for her friends and for herself which oh, is why beautiful. i love her yeah. nicely done. Um, and, and she does it in a way where like i don't think it's a flaw like mm-hmm. i think miranda no. does it to a flaw yeah um Under. more so in later seasons like with her mother with miranda's mother's funeral like i think that's it becomes a flaw where she like refuses help but like yeah samantha does it and it's so pure and in a way that you yeah. know, it is like an inspiring sort of self, um, self pampering and, and self uh, gratification and all this sort of stuff. It, it's it's awesome. Yeah, she knows what she deserves, but the world is still hard, and she feels that pressure mm-hmm. sometimes. But she always remembers who the fuck she is. Yeah, love her. Love okay. her. Too quick. She also wears a leather top hat. Oh, in the- oh my yes. god! Yes, which come yes. on. Come yes. on. So good. Who else is wearing a leather top hat? I love her. No one. Unreal. Okay. Also, <laughs> she would be the best. I'm so sorry, Catcher, but No, no, it's okay. She would, she <laughs> would be so good in the new series because I like know. even watching I even watched ahead to like season 3 a little bit. Obviously, we'll get into it next week, but like she would just come at everything they're throwing in here and just shut it the fuck down and be like, "Why aren't you already thinking this way?" 
you know? I know. Yes. Like, she would just mm-hmm. be like, oh, you, like, Rose is... She'd be like, it's 2021. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, yeah. wake up. She yeah. says she's as much sick. in one of the episodes where she's like, you all need to just chill and be free about things. Like, you're a little bit too yeah. close-minded. I was like, wow, she's saying this yeah. in, like, what, 1998 or something? I'm just like, yeah. this is yeah. this yeah. show is too too good. Ugh. Okay, catcher. Sorry. Please. Okay. Have... I know. I know. We have very limited time. We got time. We got a little, a little bit more time. I understand. Catcher, but so you have please. to also edit this. I understand. Um, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio saved Samantha's career. Uh, what is the deal the with that? What? Stupidest part of the happen? whole season. I never understood that. It's the oh, four, I miss that. It's the four fret women in a funeral. That's right. And it's yeah. just like this mm-hmm. rant. It's probably the weakest writing in the whole season. And Samantha's like becomes outcast in the town like in yeah. in new york right. and then oh, she's right. she's doing charity work um which also also was an iconic look like samantha just like wearing like scrubby shit yes. and still looking with fabulous. work gloves and stuff so yeah good. and yeah. a mask like serving us like <laughs> pandemic realness but then at the very end there's just carrie there's just carrie doing like a voiceover being like and then she met leonardo dicaprio and she was back on, like, she was back on everybody's right. radar, but it was, like, the stupidest thing ever. It was just, like, a throwaway thing where it's, like, everything is fine now. It's, like, wait, what? Yeah. Shippy I think they just, like, forgot then, to though. write the end. Yeah, but it, yeah. No, yeah, I, it was just so weird. It did, it did feel like a random wrap-up. Um, let me see. Okay, okay. hold on, hold on. Catcher, keep sorry, going. Sorry, I know sorry. you have so many. No, no, this, this is the last one. This will spiral cover. No, this is the last one. This is the last one. Steve's name is Steve Brady. Yes, so his son's yes. name is Brady Brady. What Brady, are we talking Brady. about right Brady now? Brady Hobbs. What are we talking Brady about right Hobbs. now? No, it doesn't. Is Brady Hobbs Brady. Brady Hobbs or Brady. Brady Hobbs. Whatever. No, Either way. Because Miranda was going to Miranda was gonna be like, I'm the parent. She named him Brady Hobbs. Are we sure? This was, this was my thought process. My thought process was... She's gonna keep. He's gonna have Hobbs as the last name, and he wanted to in, like incorporate Steve, so he she named him Brady. But I don't think that's the reasoning behind it. And I think they forgot his last name. Was yes, Brady. I think so too. Oh, I think no. I think this is what happened, and I think it's the coincidence of this <laughs> okay, is too good. Is it's no too good. For me. I, I listen. I'm I, that. That's insane. That is insane. Emma's Emma's like, know. wait, I, wait. What did he gotta, say? Did he say his last name was Google Brady? It? And I was like, oh my God, did he? We were on. He's like, no, we're not oh going to Google it. We're going to gonna make. Yeah, we're going to talk on the podcast about okay? it and make up lies. Yeah. That's what we're going to do about it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to gossip. Boob is beside herself. Boob is beside herself. Maybe it's his middle name, you know, and he just like calls himself by his first and middle name. No. Brady Brady. I, I'm no. Sophie Ann. No. There's no. a moment. Is there not a moment where she's like, I named him Brady? And Steve's like, really? I. That, that would be a Miranda move. That it would be a Miranda move. It feels that that was my justification. That's how I thought about it. But I was like, I need to see that scene actually play out because oh, if it doesn't, yeah, yeah, we have some questions. I guess we can't. We have to wait till season five or whenever that happens. We'll let you know. Uh, Brady Brady alert! I also forgot to mention Brady Brady alert. I always <laughs> one of my Sex in the City jokes with Tara is I always go, "Oh, come on, Miranda." Like in a Steve voice, whenever I'm trying to get her to do something. Uh, that's oh, very good. Miranda, come on. Uh, so I, I, whenever I'm trying to ask Tara to do something for me, that's that's one of my go-to lines. Is a Steve impression. I love that because he's great. I love Steve. Uh, Sophie, boom. Any any other call-outs here for season two? Duck purse. Duck no. purse. Duck purse. I- a catcher. Oh, just keep going. Jesus. Keep- the duck purse. This is. 
The duck purse is... <laughs> what do you want to say about it? It's a bad purse. It's fucking hideous. <laughs> duck purse. Duck purse. Yeah, duck that purse. was the point of it. I, they said it was hideous in I, the episode. I know, I know. But it's just great. It's just like, that's such a big... Yeah. That would be a big, like a man thing. Can we just, just be like, look, rip- I bought this cool thing. And it's not. It's a shitty, ugly duck purse. I love that. But, duck yeah. purse. Can we just rip Thatcher saying duck purse so we can like duck insert purse. it duck into... Purse. Yeah. There's just like bad moment. When we're talking about bad moments in the show, duck purse. <laughs> duck purse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we need to catcher, you need to screenshot your notes and send them to Boom and Boom will post yeah. it on our Instagram. Yeah. Just oh, so yeah, okay. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, running, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Of all the sort of notes that we have. Oh my uh, god, guys. Thanks fi- for making this wish- my problem, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. I have Yeah, just send it over to Boom. I have access. It's fine. I'll do yeah. it. Don't worry. I'm just kidding. I'm just uh, kidding. I love your notes. And 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 speaking Rick Nine Plus of- and Big Tool and Big Tool for you. I love uh, early internet. Mute? Let's mute catcher. We'll yeah, go okay, on so all good. night. Catcher, you can keep going. Uh actually that would be funny if you just emails. you just keep talking and it's just a low audio recording of me talking in the background. Okay, I'm done now. Speaking of emails and Instagram and all that sort of stuff, we did get an email for Cinnanauts oh, in the yeah. City from our Cute. biggest fan and mama of Cinnanauts, Francesca. She writes, Hello, Cinnanauts. Hope you are well. I have to tell you that I thoroughly enjoyed your latest podcast. You rocked it. Thank it was you. entertaining, full of energy, and your passion for Sex of the City and its characters came through in all your comments and dialogue. It was awesome seeing the gals back, although I am really missing Samantha. Aren't we all? Yes. Um, For the most part, I agree that they address her absence well, but like some, I'm hoping Kim surprises us and makes an appearance at the end of the show at some point. Sophie, do you think that's going to happen? I'm still on the she's going to appear. I Okay, Catcher's on the hard no. I don't think so, but I was going to bring it up before, but I hope that she's either not in it at all or like... she has to not be in it at all. Like if she only comes in for like one second, so I'll more be than more just a mad. Okay. Yeah, I'll be more okay. mad if she doesn't. Yeah, that's fair. But I don't. Uh, think so. The end of episode one was a real shocker, and it hurt my heart. Ugh. I've always rooted for Mister Big and Carrie, and it didn't seem fair they ripped our dreams of heavily, happily ever after so soon. My goodness. Oh. Oh. While I understand the writer's reasons for his demise, they could have left them in wedded bliss a little longer. Sorry. That's my romantic side coming out. Clearly, catcher's mother. Uh, oh my god! I am really enjoy. I I added the clearly catcher's mother. Sorry. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am really enjoying the new episodes and can't wait to see what happens with all the characters. I've begun rewatching the original seasons again so that I can follow along with you every week. And I'm very excited that you'll be welcoming guests. Yeah. Here's Synonauts in the City podcast discussions. Please take care and Merry Christmas to all, Francesca. Merry Christmas, Fran. uh, Francesca. Beautiful. That's such a nice email. I know. I need to go on record that whenever I get to Toronto, yeah. if I do not see Francesca, you will meet my mom. Heads you must. will roll. I will tell you, heads will roll. I've only met her. I cannot see Boom, Catcher, or Sophie. And I would be fine yeah. as long as I met. Excuse Francesca. me. Wow. <laughs> she's very, she's great. She's great. Honestly, she's really cool. She is great. I only met her once in real life and then talked to her on FaceTime once. And that was fun. She's so sweet. <laughs> uh, if you want to slide in, cinnadotspod at gmail.com or at cinnadots on Instagram. Anything else before we wrap? Who's Jeremy? <laughs> 
Who's Jeremy? I wrote here, Miranda losing out on Jeremy. Sad. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, Catcher. <laughs> Who's Jeremy? Catcher, you're, supposed, you're the one who has to know all this, apparently. This... I'm oh, dying. my God. Dancing frog legs. The regifting of the... <laughs> we need to... Yeah, we sorry. Need to... uh, thank you, everyone, okay. for coming. It was a pleasure to see you. <laughs> see you next week. Uh, all I know is that this is making me very excited for the watch along yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can I say, too. first of all, here, here's my closing thoughts. Thank you okay. for letting me come on and talk about this season because I really thought I didn't really care about the season, but it's actually, mm. I think, one of my favorites now. Yeah. Um, and also, thank you for talking about the show because there's obviously something so incredibly special about it. Like, mm. you just can't stop talking about the show. Like, yeah. there's just something about the characters that you just want to dig into so badly. So I, I'm really excited for you to to talk to more people about it and to keep covering it. So. Thank, Thank you. you, Sophie. We love you. Our Miranda. Our Miranda, Sophie Shen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, no boom. problem. I'm glad we were able to guest on Catcher's Pod this week. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Thanks, Catcher. <laughs> Thanks, Catcher, for having me. I can't us. even screenshot how many notes I took. It's so long. Oh, wow. <laughs> just let's we're just let's can we just catcher? Can you just take us out with notes? Just just what it, what note dump right now? Okay. Yeah, read one last final okay. note, and then we'll right. see everyone next okay. week. <laughs> it's like one. <laughs> I've never seen Catcher more like so many notes. Focus. Yeah. Oh 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 this oh. Moment right now. Steve's apartment. We talked about it. It's ugly. It looks like a murder shack. Just paint. Just paint. <laughs> That's all it takes. That's all it takes. It's not a big apartment. Just paint I the walls. <laughs> Why would you just leave it like that? You look. It, yes. That's all. Thank you. Thanks for everyone for Thank listening. You. We will see you all. See you next week. Next week. Bye. <laughs> oh my god. Oh.